When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleland is running the boards, engineering, producing the show. What's up, Kevin? How you doing, brother? Reggie, I am doing wonderful. Having a great week. Yeah, it's been a great week. We haven't talked since... Your team, the Rams, won the Super Bowl. How, how are you feeling? How was that day for you? I am elated. It was an amazing day, and uh, yeah, I've waited an entire lifetime. I was, you know, I was, I've been a Ram fan my whole life, and it was great in '99 uh, season when they won it. But that was St. Louis. This was nice to be LA. Yeah, yeah. You were, so you like I think we talked about this. You were a fan back in the Anaheim days too. Exactly. My dad took me to the games as a kid, and uh, been a fan wow. ever since. Wow, that's dope, man. How so? Uh, quick, quickly, quickly, before we get into to what we're going to talk about, how empty was the stadium that they had to actually move to St. Louis? <laughs> it got pretty bad at the end there. I believe uh, the fans were putting bags on their heads to, at the end there before. Oh, damn! Georgia Frontier, not my favorite owner, uh, took the team. She was yeah. from St. Louis, and she said, "I'm taking my team and bailing L.A." So, ah, so you guys were a bag a baghead team at one point. At one damn. point. <laughs> I hope we never get back to that <laughs> <From> point. Bag- <laughs> yeah. I'm a Niner fan. We ain't never been there. We ain't never been there. But, uh, man, uh, this week we are going to recap the Super Bowl, my takeaways from the game, and what I think happens next for both teams and some of the more interesting players in the game. We'll also get into the big trade in the NBA that happened. Ben Simmons for James Harden, swapping with the Sixers and the Nets. All that up. But first... So, Super Bowl happened. It was a good game. I don't think it was a great game, Kevin. I, I think it was a good game. I was I was entertained from 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 start to finish, but I never was watching this game and thinking this is one of the better Super Bowl games that I've ever seen. Get, would you agree with that, or how you? Well, it was your team that won, but how did you actually no, feel about the game? I, I totally agree. It's uh, for the viewer. It's not. It wasn't the greatest. It certainly wasn't the worst. I've seen much worse, but um, yeah, it was. You know, it was right in the middle. Yeah, it wasn't a blowout. A good, good ending. It wasn't a blowout. We had some. You know, we had some problems that that arised, and people had to overcome them. Um, I was in Vegas watching the game. Uh, shout out to uh, Glacier Forty Five Distillery for having me and a couple of my buddies at their Super Bowl viewing party at the uh, great uh, Larry Flint's Hustler uh, Gentleman's Club, and um, yeah. It was uh it was uh, it was a more it was it was one of the most interesting Super Bowl parties I've ever been to. <laughs> um, if you're familiar with the uh, porn star Karma RX, I don't know if anybody out there listens to or watches porn. Of course you don't. Um, lady named Karma RX took over the halftime show, and um, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, Vegas is uh, is Vegas. But 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 the game, man, the game, the game was, uh, you know, because we came into it, and I was saying that the Rams should blow the Bengals out of the damn water, and it looked like it was on the way to happening because all the stuff that that I had talked about previously was starting to to come to fruition. Uh, I had talked about earlier in 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 weeks earlier when the Rams got OBJ that uh, Sean McVay was going to have to figure out a way to use OBJ like a number one receiver. For this team to get to where they want to be, they've got to maximize OBJ's talents. I understand you've got Cooper Cup and you throw him the ball a million times a game, but that won't work in the playoffs when people will actually have great corners trying to cover him. You're going to have to use the other weapons around. And every week, week by week, especially in the playoffs, you saw his... His his uh, targets ramp up every week, and and this Super Bowl he was starting to look like he started out looking like the MVP, like I mean he had catch after catch after catch he had that t- touchdown just I mean dope and then tore his ACL, and I felt so bad for that dude because there are so many people out there who don't really know football don't really watch football all they do is read Twitter and listen to knuckleheads. And they actually were talking about OBJ was washed. OBJ sucked. OBJ, uh, you know, he had he, he wasn't even really a number one. Skip Bayless was talking about he was never really a number one. What the hell is he talking about? People were just bashing this man. And for whatever reason, I don't know. And the only thing I could come up with is people love to hate people who are great. That dude is great at so many things. He's fast. He can play football. I've seen the dude kicking soccer balls through a net, bending it like Beckham. You know what I'm saying? He can play basketball. He can dunk. He's a good-looking dude. He will probably take your girl if he wanted to. That's that's why people hate on him. And I, hey, all I do is congratulate, man. Hey, man, I recognize greatness. Good dude, good-looking dude, cool cat. Nobody ever has a bad word to say about him, but for some reason, the media and, and Twitter and social media tried to turn him into a villain. And then when he tore his ACL, man, I felt so bad. Felt so bad for that cat because he was on his way to get another contract. He was going to be a, a number one receiver this offseason, free agent, and he hit all of his incentives that he he signed when he signed with the Rams because he bet on himself, basically, right? Um, I think he got 750000 for a wild card win, 750000 for a divisional win, and then he got, uh, I think, $1 million for oh no, I think he got another seven hundred fifty thousand for uh, the NFC Championship game, and then he got a million for winning the Super Bowl. Dude hit all the incentives and was just oh, man, it sucks that, that he tore his ACL. Hopefully, there's a speedy recovery coming for him. But when that happened, you saw the Rams' offense immediately changed because they no longer had a guy who would threaten the the down the field. And it all came down on Cooper Cup. And then the Bengals was like, okay, we'll just double and triple team this dude. And to Stafford's credit, because he tried to give the game away, Stafford tried to be Stafford and threw two picks. One was not really his fault because it hit the dude, hit the dude in the hands. Another one was just a, a total Stafford interception. He tried to give this game away, but the defense would not let it happen. I believe on the last 22 dropbacks that Joe Burrow had, he was sacked. Six six times, actually seven, because one of them was a turnover. Yo, Aaron Donald, and and they gave the they give the MVP to Cooper Cup, which I could I can see that argument. 
giving it to Cooper Cup because that last drive was basically all Cooper Cup. They basically threw him the ball all the time, and he did what he was supposed to do. But they don't win this game without Aaron Donald wreaking havoc the entire second half. I mean, his numbers, and that's the thing, his numbers don't show you, like, you can't look at Aaron Donald and and think of the numbers because he's a defensive tackle. He's not going to have these eye-popping numbers like that, but the dude makes everybody else's job easier. And he's in the middle of the line going up against guards and centers constantly being double-teamed, and he's still whooping ass. Those last two plays, those run plays, the third one and the fourth one, where he stopped the, he stopped the dude's forward motion. Like, I've, I mean, those, those are some of the greatest plays you're ever going to see in football. And that guy, it doesn't get an MVP of the game. I, 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 I totally believe he should have been the MVP. I can understand the Cooper Cup argument, but Aaron Donald won this Super Bowl for the Rams. And then... And then he talked about retirement, possibly retiring. You hear this, Kevin? He was saying that he might think about retiring. Yeah, I uh, I hope that's not true. Good God. No. he's. I mean, this dude is right in the middle of his – he's got years left of good football. Although, I always hate being the person saying, oh, he can't retire. He's too young to retire. When I'm not the one getting my body beat up in a, in a car crash every other week. <laughs> like, that dude's been – I think he's been in the league for, uh, what, nine years? He's an eight-time Pro Bowler. Like, every year he's been in the league, he's been in the Pro Bowl. Um, that dude is just ridiculous, man. And he's, he's, he's a gold jacket for sure. <laughs> gold jacket for sure. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Forget about it. Right, and now there's talk about that all all week and up leading up to the Super Bowl, people have been talking about, is he better than Lawrence Sanders? I mean, Lawrence Taylor. And I don't know, man. I mean, Lawrence Taylor revolutionized the defensive line position, the defensive end, but that was a dude playing on the outside, basically just getting to come after the, the quarterback all the time. That he, he ushered in the pass rusher. But Aaron Donald is wreaking havoc from the middle of the line as a defensive tackle. You don't see this kind of production from defensive tackles. I, it's a debate. It's a debate if he's the greatest defensive player of all time. And then on the other side of the of the ball, you've got the Cincinnati Bengals who coming into the game. I mean, they had a Cinderella season, right? I think they were eleven. No, I think they were ten and seven. They beat the Titans, who I thought the Titans should have beat them. It shouldn't even been if they didn't have a trash ass quarterback, they would have won that game. Then they go to uh, I want to say. Who's, who do they? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They played the Raiders first. They played the Raiders first, and who cares? But that ended up being a good game. They, they they barely beat the Raiders. Then they barely beat the Titans in Tennessee. Then they go to Kansas City and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime because uh, Patrick Mahomes lost his damn mind and thought he was Lamar Jackson. And so they get to the Super Bowl. And then you're getting all this talk all week about Joe Burrow this and Joe Burrow that. And I said, man, if Joe Burrow found a way to win this Super Bowl, he was going to be selling you anything and everything they could find for him to sell. Because America and people in general just love a white boy that kicks it like a brother. And Joe Burrow with the chains, with the gear, with the cigars, with the dances, all that stuff. Oh man, he is he is America's sweetheart on the way up. But he just, they just didn't have enough. They just didn't have enough. 
I mean, the the Rams defense was too good, too great. The the Bengals offensive line trash. They've got to do something because that dude ain't gonna last. And he he and the, and the problem with Joe Burrow is he holds on to the ball too long, waiting for things to happen. Like and that's and that's a great skill of his. He he'll hold it. He'll stand in there. He'll 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 stare you know down the barrel, but. In the NFL, you can't last that long if you keep getting these hits. And even in that game, he got twisted up, and it looked like he might have torn his ACL. And it came out that he had an MCL sprain. But, dog, you ain't going to last in the NFL taking them kind of shots and standing there holding the ball that long. They've got to do something. And and they were right. They drafted Jamar Chase this year when they should have probably drafted, uh, you know, a, a, a lineman for Joe Burrow, a, you know, a tackle, a guard, a center, something. But you can't argue with the results. I mean, they drafted Jamar Chase, and he was the offensive rookie of the year. He's dope as hell. They've got a great connection going going down, um, you know, going for the future. But this ain't sustainable. They guarantee they will not be back in the Super Bowl next year. Guarantee they won't be back next year. I mean, everything lined up just right for them. And I like Joe Burrow. I think he's dope. I've, 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 I've said this. I think he's dope. But they just need offensive line help. They need defensive help. Everything just rolled the right way for them this year. And then we got the Matthew Stafford Hall of Fame stuff. Kevin, I cannot. I I, I just can't. He'd have to win another one to even be considered. <laughs> he, he has to. This is what Matthew Stafford has to do for me if I'm a voter, right? Matthew Stafford has to win another Super Bowl, and I need him to be the MVP of the Super Bowl as well. You cannot do this. You cannot tell me that at anywhere in his career he was the greatest quarterback in the game. He's never been. I don't. He's never even been top five. Never even been like a top five quarterback in his era. Like I, I, I Rodgers, Breeze. Manning, Brady, um, who who else? Who, who else can we throw in there? Uh, Russell, I'd take Russell Wilson over him, right? Um, who, I I can't even. I, I, this is what I'll say. I'll say he's always on the cusp of of top five, just outside. But is that Hall of Fame? And so now that he won a Super Bowl, just because he won a Super Bowl, all of a sudden we we throw him into the Hall of Fame? Hell, he led the league in interceptions this year, like it. You gotta, you gotta give me something. You gotta show me. I need some more Pro Bowls. Maybe get him, get him a couple more Pro Bowls. If he get three, four more Pro Bowls, so he's got five on his resume, and you know he's he's a top three. Because next year he could mess around and be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't, I don't think so. He's not going to be better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be better than Josh Allen. He's not better than Justin Herbert. Uh, he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. He's damn sure he's not even better than Joe Burrow. Right, so that's already five people that I put. I would, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson than Matthew Stafford. Right, I, I just, I'd rather have Russell Wilson than Matthew Stafford. I just, there's so many people that come to me before him, and for them, the people to start talking about putting him in the Hall of Fame is just unbelievable. And more on Matthew Stafford, Kevin. Did you see that video um, of him at the parade? Yeah, it was dis- disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so for people listening, if you have not seen this video, they're at the parade that happened this past Tuesday in L.A., and Matthew Stafford is on stage with his wife, and there's a lady um, taking photographs of him up on the stage, right? And all of a sudden, she's not there. 
She falls off the stage. Matthew Stafford sees her fall off the stage and he mouths, oh my God, turns around, sips his water and walks away. His wife is staring right at the lady falling. She looks horrified, runs over to check on the lady while Matthew Stafford is hydrating in the background. Oh my God. Like that was, that's gotta be the worst look for any, I don't, I can't believe that, that, that that happened. And there's people defending Matthew Stafford. Like I've got friends of mine who were trying to defend him. Well, he's not a, he's not a medic. You don't gotta be a medic to just look over the edge and say, Hey, you okay? Well, he was drunk, man. I ain't never been that drunk where I lost all compassion for a fellow human being. Like the, what do what, what do you think she was? Was she Gargamel? She just poof and was gone. What do you, she was taking your picture and then all of a sudden she's not because she's fallen off an eight foot podium. What are you? How how do you not go look for this lady and check on her? Bad look. Well, man, he's not a doctor. Yeah, he's not a doctor, but he's about to be a philanthropist. And that's exactly what Kelly and Matthew Stafford are this uh, today. They are paying for her two cameras and they're paying for all her hospital bills. Why? Because they couldn't, because Matthew Stafford couldn't just go show some concern. And I mean, you know, he's got the money, but still, you wouldn't even have to pay the money. if you. That's her fault. She fell off the stage. The Rams could have been footing the bill for this. But Matthew Stafford could not muster up the decency to stop and go check. He, he said, Oh my God, turned around, sipped his water and casually walked away. I cannot believe this. It reminds me of this movie that I saw. Uh, it's called Force, Force, Ma Force Mayor. Force, Force, Force de Mayor. I, I want to say Force de Mayor or Force Mayor. And it's, it, I think it's like a Swedish movie and it's this family, right? They're all at this, I I got, I'll give it to you because most of you ain't gonna go watch this movie. It's a Swedish movie, and there's a a avalanche that comes down at this ski resort where this whole family is taking their vacation. Right, the dad, the kids, and the mom are all there sitting having having breakfast outside the ski resort, and all of a sudden an avalanche is coming, and the kids and the mom are frightened to death, and the dad, what does he do? He gets up and runs away, does not try to grab the family or the kids or anything. And they all survive. And then they have to deal with the fallout of, Dad, you did not give a damn about us in the middle of the crisis. And it's, the, it's a fascinating movie. I, I, you got to check it out. Look, look for it. Forrest Mayor or Force Mayor, that is Matthew Stafford. I could not believe that. Can't believe it. I don't I can't believe it's not such a bigger story on like the, the sports news and all that stuff because that was just a really bad look. But he won a Super Bowl. Yay. Back after the break. So finally, the Sixers and Daryl Morey came to their damn senses and decided to trade Ben Simmons. They didn't get what I I initially said they that they would I would I thought the only player that they would be able to trade for him or that was going to be good for both teams was Dame Lillard. But I also didn't think that James Harden would be available. Uh so the Sixers and the Nets traded 
James Harden and Ben Simmons and some other ancillary players. Um, Seth Curry is going to the Nets as well. Uh, Paul, no, no, Paul Millsap is with the, Paul Millsap came to the Sixers. Um, who else did they get? The Nets. I Only, person, only people that matter, really. Seth Curry, Ben Simmons. Uh, Seth Curry is a great pickup because uh, Joe, who's, 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 who's the white dude? Joe something is uh, not in for the Nets right now. I think he has a, he, he hurt his, his calf or something like that. So he's been out all season. And that dude was the leading M- NBA three-point shooter last season and maybe the past two seasons. So they've been missing him and they bring in Seth Curry to take that role. Great pickup for them. Um, and, you know, basically takes a spot for Harden. And they get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, who last seen, looked like he was scared to death to shoot the basketball, looked like he did. He wanted no parts of shooting the ball, shooting free throws, putting the ball in the bucket. He's going to a team where he doesn't have to do any of that if they don't need him to. I mean, hell, he might get reprimanded for shooting with the Nets. They've got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, don't even, bro, why are you shooting? He shoot, he shoot the ball, they might, Steve Nash should pull him out. Don't shoot. You don't have to. You just play defense like we know. He is the best defensive player in the NBA, hands down, and they just got him for an aging James Harden. And James Harden, who I have always thought was not special enough to really matter in the postseason. Because during the regular season, he gets away with all that, you know, trying to get fouls on people, going to the lane and, you know, scooping the ball under and getting fouled and going to the free throw line 15 times a game. But in the playoffs, they don't they don't give him those calls. And in the playoffs, he's playing against better defenders and people who are scheming for him for a seven-game series. That's why you never see the best of James Harden in the playoffs because the teams are better, the defense is better, and he's not that athletic just the way it is. He's got skill, but that skill wanes when it comes time to people with more athleticism. And so now and add on to that that he's getting a little older, he's a little, you know, he's a little out of shape. That the 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 Nets just got to steal. Nets just got to steal. And it seems like they didn't want that dude around anymore anyways, and he was just doing James Harden stuff. I mean, he tanked, he tanked on the Houston Rockets so that he could get to the Nets. And then he tanked on the Nets so he could get to the 76ers. This is two times that dude has just basically quit on teams. Just quit. And, hell, you you saw the uh, – if you guys were watching the NBA All-Star picks, the teams being picked by LeBron and KD, James Harden was the last pick. LeBron left – LeBron kept taking other players so that KD could take Harden. Wouldn't take him. Wouldn't even mention his name. That's how sour things have gone between those two cats and get them up out of here. And so I think it's a good trade for both teams, even though I think that Harden's on his way down. I think it's a good trade because now they've got space with the 76ers. Joel Embiid is having an MVP year. He is the MVP of the league right now. Um, And now you add in an all-star perimeter player and it also does a great thing for Tobias Harris it allows him to actually be a number three which is what he is even though he's paid like a number one Tobias Harris can be a number three James Harden comes in there and he's number two and he has to understand that though James Harden has to come in there and understand Embiid eats then I eat 
And that's going to be interesting you know, to see if that dynamic works because now you've got just some great teams in the East. You've got the, the Nets, and the Nets are in the eighth seed right now. When they get everybody healthy, and if that ma- that uh, vaccine mandate is dropped, which is looking more and more likely it's going to be, and so Kyrie can play every game, Kyrie, Durant, Seth Curry, uh, I think they're starting Blake Griffin at power forward, and oh, they're going to have Ben Simmons at power forward and Blake Griffin at center. That team is going to be a monster, a monster, because now they've got somebody to guard Giannis. They, this is the East is the most stacked it's ever been, and and it's gonna. Oh God, I can't wait for the playoffs. Milwaukee Bucks look unbelievable. The Nets are going to be unbelievable. Hell, Miami is the number one seed in the East right now, which don't really matter because they're not they're not winning anything. But they're the number one seed. You got the Bulls, who are missing Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball, but still finding a way to do the damn thing because DeMar DeRozan just turned back the clock and is having an amazing season. And then you got the Sixers. The playoffs are about to be fantastic. And meanwhile, in the West, whoo, the Lakers are a dumpster. Oh. LeBron pulled, pulled, uh, you know, he pulled the rabbit out the hat last, the last game against the Jazz, turned back the clock and looked like LeBron are old. But LeBron is old, and the Lakers are old. And now they're missing Anthony Davis again because he uh, came down on somebody's foot, twisted his ankle really bad. And I really hate that people all over social media are killing Anthony Davis. Like, it's his fault that somebody's foot is underneath him, like that he can't stay healthy. Dog, he's just unlucky. Like, it's not like he's jumping up and hoping that he's going to sprain his ankle. It just happens. I mean, it happens in basketball. It just happens to that dude so much. But I'm excited to see where this season's going to go. I cannot wait for the playoffs. Cannot wait. And make sure, you know, when you're watching these games, you listen out for my voice, you know, because that's me doing the promos for the NBA, baby. You know, you know, you know, I got to get that plug in there. But this has been I'm Probably Right. I'm Reggie Watkins. Thank y'all for listening. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment. Don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland's running the boards. Thank you so much. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.